0: Um, I'm afraid to ask, Lauren and Mike, did you guys start at Red and Blue?
1: No, I...
2: I. My life did not start at Red and Blue.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh man.
0: Uh-oh. Okay.
1: My first game was Diamond. Same. Which is... Oh, wow. Yeah. T-H-E-K-E-E-G-T-H-E-E-G-T-H-E-E-G-T-H-E-E-G-T-H-E-E-G-T-H-E-G-T-H-E-G-T-H-E-G-T-H-E-G-T-H-E-G-T-H-E-G-T-H-E-G-T-H-E-G-T-H-E-G-T-H-E-G-T-H-E-
0: We are live with another episode of the Keeg Talks today. The Keeg Talks Pokemon, uh, Scarlet and Violet came out, what, a couple weeks ago? And we're here um, on December 10th, 2022, to talk about our love of Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet, everything in between, and, you know, uh, what kind of gym leaders we would be if we were in the world of Pokemon. I'm your host, Dimitra Pereira. And if you're out there watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the keeg show or youtube.com slash the keeg show, or maybe you're listening to the podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast from. We're all on like six or seven uh, major podcast platforms. So you can find us at the keeg show or slash the keeg show, pretty much wherever. Uh, I'm your host, Demetri Pereira. And it's not just me talking about Pokemon uh, the whole time. Uh, I feel like I've talked about Pokemon before, it's been two years. Since we had our last Pokemon episode of the Key Talks, um, and a lot has happened, so I have three awesome guests who weren't here two uh, two years ago. Uh, in fact, did I? I don't think I even knew Mike two years ago.
3: I don't think no. so. No.
0: All right. Well, it was it was the height of the pandemic, um, if you guys remember, um, and it was crazy. And I had nothing better to do than to play Pokemon and talk Pokemon. So
2: um, let me introduce Mike first, because you know.
0: I just said his name. Mike,
2: how's it going, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing good. I'm happy to be here talking Pokemon. Stick to what you know, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, is Pokemon your your big number one
2: thing? It's my number one thing on the Internet for sure. <laughs> uh, in terms yeah. of like personal favorite game series, I think it's a solid second place. Uh, I'm kind of a big Fire Emblem nerd, so that probably takes first in my heart um right as much of a character flaw that is but um yeah pokemon's definitely definitely up there
0: yeah i mean between pokemon uh like a multi-billion dollar franchise and fire emblem a um multi-dollar franchise um
2: (laughs) there are dozens of us
0: dozens (laughs) uh i wonder what fire emblem con would look like
2: fire like a convention you mean yeah
0: if there was a fire emblem convention
2: Scary as any other, I can assure you.
0: I <laughs> mean, that's fair. I mean, and you know, scary. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, I have inhabited it. Your Mister Mind cosplay. Um, don't.
2: I'll try not to again, but it haunts me just <laughs> as it does you.
0: <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad. Uh, Mike, thanks so much for for coming on. Um, I'm glad I got you here, and I'm glad I have Tracy Magumi. Tracy, how's it going?
4: Good. Thank you for having me.
0: Um, Tracy, you like marine mammals, and <laughs> yeah. I'm excited for what comes later.
4: I'm excited, too. I'm very proud of my, my gym setup. Yeah. So, like, as a quick background for new people that don't know me, I guess, I am a marine mammal naturalist outside of the geek world, which is basically someone that teaches the public fun facts about whales
0: and dolphins i guess yeah. um i would love to i i can't i no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna spoil anything i can't wait for you gym leader stuff um cool we'll get into that when we get into that last but not least we have lauren is it Borchart or Borechart? or with a like a cha.
1: yeah okay cool Chunky
0: <laughs> i mean i i i got to uh uh follow you lauren as Lauren Pokemaster. Yes. So that boar chart thing didn't even come into play, uh, but you were doing no. Pokemon TikToks and whatnot on TikTok. Mm-hmm. Um, how's how's the Pokemon life going for you?
1: It's great. I love Pokemon. I always have. And I'm really enjoying the new games.
0: Uh, we, will, we will talk about Scarlet and Violet. Because uh, that came out, was it three weeks ago or four weeks ago? How far behind am I? Oh,
1: I think it's three weeks ago
0: pretty
2: sure three yeah
0: are we all playing it
1: yeah yeah so. okay
0: cool cool I haven't gotten to the part where I'm like I want to multiplayer yet have you guys hmm. done the multiplayer
1: part of it I have how, I haven't yet
2: I how, how to you get around to it
1: it's I I feel like it's not that different from just like battling someone hmm. over like pokey link or something I tried, like, running around with my friends, and you can't really interact with each other, so oh. it's really not that different.
0: Is it kind of like Pokemon Sword and Shield had that thing where you, like, go online and you could see people pop up, but they, like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think they pass through you? I'm not quite sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Great. Pokemon's on the forefront. <laughs>
1: awesome. Of, of, <laughs> of
0: 2022 functionality that should be in video games. Um Instead of talking about like what's right now, because we will get to Scarlet and Violet, I want to know what uh, how everybody got into Pokemon. Um, I feel like the way I got into Pokemon dates me a little bit. Like there are people that started with like Ruby and Sapphire. They're like, yeah, I was a kid when Ruby and Sapphire came out. That's when I was playing. I'm like, oh, uh, cool. Anyone want to say when they started?
4: Well, I I'll, I'll make you feel not so long cuz I started with red and blue too.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh were you part of the initial Pokemon craze, Tracy?
4: Um I I think so. I my story is a little bit unique cuz I had I have family in Japan and I have an aunt that was very into like gaming and pop culture. Mm-hmm. And like whenever was some, something was starting to get popular there, she'd like show me. And she was like big on Game Boy and N sixty four and stuff. And initially, I borrowed her version of Blue and started playing that.
0: The Japanese and, version.
4: Yeah, and she bought me my own. And then I played that. And then I played that game to death. I played it like over and over so many
0: times. Was there any big differences between the Japanese and American versions of of uh, of of the first gen?
4: not that much i mean like the names of some pokemon and like some items were different right but that's like about it that i could think of
3: okay
0: um i'm afraid to ask lauren and mike did you guys start at red and blue no
2: i I... my life did not start at red and
4: blue (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness
0: oh
2: man Uh uh-oh okay uh i kind of stepped over you lauren so if you want to go ahead
1: Oh, I was gonna say my my first game was Diamond, which Same. is well. I, oh yeah. wow. Yeah.
3: Okay.
0: What that's after the initial Pokemon like phenomenon. In fact, Diamond and uh Diamond and Pearl and Black and White are the two gems that I skipped. Um no. well I was I, I was I, I'm not gonna I was you know I was a kid too. Uh no, I was a little <laughs> bit older and I was like. Uh, I skipped, I think it's because I didn't have like a, those are the DS ones, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah,
0: Yeah. I didn't have a DS. I can't play it if I don't have a DS.
2: Well, in my opinion, you definitely skipped some of the best generations, Gen 5 especially. Mm. Um, but if we want to talk about where we got in, yeah. uh, Gen 4, um, you guys talk a lot about like the initial Pokemon craze there. And everything but for me pokemon was just kind of something that was always there and it kind of took it's like oh i had a friend who was into it that introdu- introduced me to it and there was already this whole big swath of pokemon stuff i got to like 12 billion different things before i actually played a mainline game mm. Uh, like i went through pokemon ranger pokemon mystery dungeon pokemon battle revolution was technically my first pokemon game before i actually even ended up playing pearl
0: you played the the ancillary titles before you played the main
2: i did and it was all intent attempt to actually play the main games because i had battle revolution and there was this thing on the back of the box of like so battle revolution is basically pokemon stadium but on Wii, right you know so it's mostly uh, a battle simulator and you have these pre-registered ones but on the back of the box it's like and you can upload your own team from diamond and pearl into the game but i was either stupid or lazy and didn't actually read that mm-hmm. and I was like okay so there are Pokemon games where you're a human and you can connect <laughs> that to the Wii and it. you so, didn't you
0: didn't know there were Pokemon games where you were human oh because you're playing as the like in Pokemon Rumble you're playing as the Pokemon
2: no no no. this was Battle Revolution and you are a human in that game oh, I was okay. like okay there's a Pokemon game on the on the DS I yeah. ended up getting uh, mystery dungeon wasn't the right game. Right. Okay, you're a little guy in the game, so I need a DS Pokemon game where you play as a human. I got Pokemon Ranger from Target. Yeah. Um, it was only after I finally like sat down, and read the box. Okay, Pokemon Pearl, and the rest is history. Uh, not terribly exciting history, but history nonetheless.
0: Okay. Uh, Diamond and Pearl. Okay. Fair, Lauren. Was that the same for you?
1: Kind of. I. I agree with Mike I feel like I was like born into this world where Pokemon was already such a big thing yeah and my brother is six years older than me so he Mm. was alive and doing all the Pokemon stuff when it first came out so he of course being my older brother I wanted to do everything that he was doing right so I actually got into the anime first it was my favorite show as a kid I would wake up every Saturday morning and watch it And I was obsessed with it. I didn't even know that there were games that went along with it. I thought it was just the show. Like, there's an adorable picture of me at my third birthday party with a Machop cake. And I I just love that picture. But I didn't know there were games until Diamond and Pearl came out. And then it was like, well, then I'm old enough to finally play video games. I don't think I would have even gotten it before.
0: (laughs) So you had a Machop cake, but you knew who Machop was, right?
1: I did. I had a crush on him. I... Oh, Machop. I don't know. Yep. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's another little baby, and I'm a little baby. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> but not like it's not like the the baby Pokemon. It's like Machop who's like a kid, right? Yeah. 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 It's not like you fell <laughs> in love with like um <laughs> what's the, what's Chansey's babe Is it Blissey? No. What's uh, the Happini? It's like, mm-hmm. oh Happini.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, that's fair. I feel like, out of all the Pokemon to crush on, like, Machop is a safe bet.
1: Probably one of the more human ones, maybe.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not like that one Pokemon meme where, like, Ash is sleeping with a Machoke in bed, like, this is my Pokemon <laughs> pal or whatever, oh, no. right? Like, you're just like this six-year-old kid with a Machoke, just like, oh, no.
2: <laughs> you know? Oh, okay. Um... Uh- what i don't know if you played like sun and moon but in that game instead of like the hms they had ride pokemon and the last one you got was a Machamp, which is how you use strength Mm. and it uses strength with the top two arms and in the bottom two arms it's cradling you like a baby and (laughs) carrying you around i don't
0: i don't remember i don't remember that part i didn't play diamond and pearl and i didn't play black and white what comes after that is it sun and moon
2: no, it's X and Y. X and Y. Then that's when I got y. back into it.
4: Yeah, same here.
0: It, when did you take time off, Tracy? Same thing? Same as
4: you, yeah. I really? kind of burned out a little bit, like, Ruby. I started to burn, a li- burn out a little bit Ruby and Sapphire, and I didn't really play the two, Diamond and Pearl and Black and White, and then I got back into it at X and Y.
0: Yeah, that's the same as me. I feel like, yeah, you're you're right, like, what, what did we do? We played the first three gens mm-hmm. and then took a break four and five. Yeah. Cause like gold and silver was my favorite. And so like, okay. When I was a kid, I always had a console. I was always a console behind. And so when Pokemon red and blue came out, I wasn't able to play red and blue. I, I collected the cards. I had like a big old poster with 150 at the time. Mew wasn't like, like right at the start, mm-hmm. like. They didn't tell us about Mew. Uh, so I had a, a poster with like 150 Pokemon, but I wasn't able to play red and blue because I still had like a Nintendo uh when Super Nintendo was out. And so like, it's kind of like that. Um, and then when Pokemon Gold and Silver came out, and I was super into Pokemon, but I just hadn't played it. Gold and Silver came out. I got Silver. No, I got Gold. And then I got Blue as well. And I played Gold first, then Blue. Which is kind of rough when you, like, have a color Pokemon game, and then you have to go black and white. And, like, I mean, I played it to catch them all, but um, that was my first technical foray into playing Pokemon. But I was there. I was there at the start.
3: <laughs> that uh, me <makes> you?
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, to the point where, like, I would read the Pokemon guides and, like, still find new Pokemon that, like, I didn't remember. That they hadn't, like, had in the anime um mm-hmm. for for example like they kept hinting that like there's gonna be a new Pokemon that's not one of the 150 that's like coming um it turns out to be Togepi
3: mm-hmm.
0: but like until then I'm watching every episode being like do I remember that guy from the guide and there was an episode where farfetch showed up and I'm like that's the new Pokemon <laughs> that's the new Pokemon I've been waiting and it's a farfetch and it's like no farfetch is not, not the new Pokemon. It was Togepi. Yeah, because Misty had the egg, and then the egg hatched, and it was Togepi, and everybody went wild.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I remember that. I used to have I had like a guidebook. I played blue, and then I played yellow. But it's basically the same game. Yeah. Um, and I like I just wanted to like know every single inch of that game, so I like played yellow a bunch of times too. Um, and I had the guidebook for it and it had like stickers, like these tiny little stickers of all 150. And mm-hmm. I think you went up to Mew and then you were like supposed to put them when you caught them so you could like keep track of which ones you had.
0: Oh, that's cool. I didn't have that. Now I want it. <laughs> <There's,
4: laughs> that will be on eBay somewhere. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's no joy better than that like that original 150 run just nostalgia based i'm not saying like it's not quantifiable but like the nostalgia of the original 151 and like like i tried to draw all of them i tried to like learn all their names in order and then my mom said i should memorize better things like more important things (laughs) than memorizing 150 in order so i stopped I got to like thirty something. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't get very far. Um, what what were you guys' starters? Because that's like, like people are doing this thing, right? Where they where they put their baby in front of like different plushies and get them to choose their starter,
3: mm-hmm. like in yeah. real
0: life. What were you guys' like? I mean, we can go in order, but like, like Gen One. What are your Gen One starters? Or what would be your Gen One starters? I'm sure you guys played Fire Red and Leaf Green when it came out, so I guess, but what are your starters?
1: Mine was Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur? Mm -hmm.
0: Why Bulbasaur? Because Bulbasaur is like underrated, for sure.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I picked it only because I played it when I was young on my brother's old Game Boy Advance. And... My favorite color was green. So it's a pretty easy decision for me.
0: Is your favorite color still green? It is. Huh. That's also an underrated favorite color.
1: I agree. Everything I pretty much everything around me right now is green, but it's dark in Minnesota because it's four o'clock and that's when nighttime comes here.
3: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I mean it's at least like five o'clock when like nowadays, five, five thirty over yeah. here. Um, Bulbasaur. All right. Uh, yes, mine was Squirtle, and when Ooh, people push cute. me, I say Squirtle Squad, Squirtle. Mm. Like if I have to be specific. Yeah. Um, Tracy, what about you?
4: Uh Mine was also Squirtle.
0: Oh, of course. That. <laughs> yeah,
4: you know, I bet. Like I've always, I like the ocean. I like water, so I was naturally drawn to him.
0: Have you always liked the ocean? Mm-hmm. Even like as a little kid? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Squirtle would make sense. I feel like most of my starters tend to be water type. Yeah, Not think, always.
4: Yeah, I think all of mine are too. I can't think of a time when I didn't pick water.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Uh I mean we'll get into that in a little bit. But uh Mike, okay. what's your what's your uh, start in the first gen?
2: The first, well, my first Pokemon games were Diamond and Pearl, so the first starter I ever picked was Chimchar because I love my little fire monkey baby. Yeah. Um. But if we're talking Gen One starters, the first time I would have had an opportunity to do that would have been X and Y because they had the thing where you chose the Kanto starters oh, yeah. in like the second town. They just give, or at some point, they give you just a second starter, um, and I chose Bulbasaur because uh one i i'll usually go squirtle or bulbasaur with that choice uh because in my head just everyone picks charizard and yeah i already like fire. i have plenty of fire other fire types i like yeah um and in that game i chose froakie so go with little grass dude
0: i mean froakie was cool because because uh he becomes greninja and like greninja yeah. got a huge push
2: oh yeah put him in smash got a whole little ash for him and like that's a fair basket to put your eggs in. It's a cool ninja frog, you know? <laughs> yeah. not going to blame him.
0: Yeah. I just realized either today or yesterday that, like, it's night ninja, and, like, wizard is the final evolutions yeah. of that. Like, chestnut.
2: Chestnut, Delphox, and Del Fox. Greninja. Yeah. yeah. It's very Final Fantasy classes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um... Okay, what what did you guys do for gold and silver? We can do a quick run through of all the starters. I don't know if you guys know. Like, I picked uh, Toto dye.
2: Also, Toto Dio. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Yep, me too. Oh yeah. Same. Oh my god. We all did. Yeah, <laughs> oh my we god, wow. Did. <laughs> yeah. Lauren,
0: you didn't pick a a green starter.
1: I did not because is that which one is the starter the starter of that generation? Oh yeah. Sorry, she's bad. Like, yeah. bad line, just really kind that's of a mean. bad Pokemon. Oh, I'm sorry, mean. but it's true. It's like I am playing the game to get through it and win.
0: Are you and saying she's weak it. or her design is weak?
1: I'm fine with the design.
0: Oh, but okay.
1: like, abilities and stats are bad
2: meganium is a great defensive wall but that's just not exciting and you don't exactly. really even need, you don't need to engage that level no. of strategy in the main game of pokemon it's just no, not necessary no, no i mean that brings up a good point
0: that like people always talk about do you guys ever put moves on your pokemon that don't do damage no
1: yeah not, not, I do. not
0: in the main game lauren
1: does i do how because only for catching pokemon like i, I feel like i never really use them in the battles but having okay. like Something that paralyzes or poisons or puts to sleep is really good for catching Pokemon.
0: Okay, that makes sense. But you're not, like, yeah. putting Leer or Growl no. <laughs> no. <laughs> on your, like, moves? No way. I feel like the, those those type of moves never pay off. Mm-mm. Like, if I'm going to skip one turn to boost my attack on the next turn, it has to boost it by more than 100%, right? Oh, yeah. To pay off, because that's, like, the second turn.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. but it never does. I I, I don't know. Mike, is there a thing?
2: Like, there are good competitive qualities with these moves. Like, in competitive, raising your attack stat by, like, 0.5 by 50% is, like, a really big thing, but in the mainline Pokemon games, you can usually one-shot stuff with whatever you're using and by playing the, you know, putting the round peg in the round block by using the right type matchup. Right. Um, but it's usually like the higher tier status moves like sword stance or dragon dance which will like raise your attack and speed one or two stages but by that by the point by the time you get those moves in the games so you've kind of been Taught that these moves aren't good because you started with Growl and Leer and got no tangible benefit from raising your attack a stage or lowering the defense. No, it's boring. I was taught to only do offense all the time. Yeah. And I am a good student. So that's all I do.
0: (laughs) And like maybe there, maybe there's an attack that has an offensive advantage and then does something else. Right. Plenty. Yeah. Yeah. But like just having like, uh that type of uh, att- uh like boost or whatever uh i feel like it's a waste you only have four moves and i'm always like oh i want to change the type of each move you know like have a different mm-hmm. type oh yeah tracy are you are you big into pokemon moves
4: mm, not super not a ton i wouldn't no? say i'm not really like a stats person yeah. Like I like to do like type matchups mostly.
0: The type, I guess that's that's my strategy. Is is matching the, like the the right type against someone? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, interesting question for everybody. What do you guys play Pokemon for?
2: Ooh.
0: Have you never I, thought of that? Like. That's
2: Why? really deep. Why Pokemon, right? Like for me, it's, I really like team building. I especially like that specific Pokemon progression of going on that adventure and ca- catching Pokemon. I only, I almost exclusively use a three-stage evolution Pokemon because I just love that process of raising them up and like mm. seeing them grow like that. And, you know, you get a little something that's personal to you um and then in the post game it's really fun to grab pokemon you didn't use and try to make them into if not competitively viable builds fun builds that you can rematch the elite four or the champion with and stuff that's what i come through the games for anyway
0: it's the team building is it is it the collecting like do you have to catch them all or is it just making your like six strong like your team
2: It's about my team. It's about what I form an emotional connection to. And I just, collection itself doesn't really do anything for me personally. Yeah. So it's definitely, it's a big part of why Scarlet and Violet are so good for me because that adventure aspect is so at the forefront, but we can get to that when we get to it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've seen so many gens and it change over time. And then there's things that come in and out. And like, there's things that like, maybe you're like, this is why I play Pokemon. And then they take it out for the next gen and you're like, ah, shit. <laughs> uh, but I mean, that's fair. Uh, Lauren, did you did you have an yeah. idea of why, why you play Pokemon?
1: I think I like the collection part of it. I feel like mm. I always spend most of my time um, catching Pokemon and like in the grass searching. So I think that aspect, and I also really love shiny hunting, which I know like isn't a part of like pokemon like main game but i yeah there's like a thrill in that that i love
0: i hate shinies. I, I hate <laughs> chinese i i i've hated chinese since gold and silver where oh, when yeah. i when I ko k-o'd the red gyarados accidentally
1: no that's like the one that they oh. give you
0: <laughs> yep so i didn't get my first shiny until like gens later mm. It hurts. I also KO'd the pseudo wudo, and I think that's the only one, right? In gold and silver, the one that like blocks your path, the
1: one that's standing. Yeah, I think it might be.
2: It probably those old games Mm -hmm. aren't about accessibility, so that very well could be your only chance to catch. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and uh, yeah, that sucked. And
0: and it had like again, I was young enough that like I should have saved before done it and then if it that happened I would have gone back but I didn't do that. So yeah. Tracy, why do you play Pokemon?
4: I think I'm also interested in the collection aspects and like yeah. just exploring different things and finding different Pokemon. I've always wanted to try and complete the Pokédex in the game but I've never actually done it. I got really really close in like red and, uh, and blue and yellow. Yeah. But there was, like, certain ones where you had to, like, trade with someone to make it evolve. Yeah. And, like, those were the only ones I was missing.
0: Did you not have anyone to play with?
4: I didn't know anyone that had, like, the cord thing
0: to
3: connect the Game Boys. yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, My sister got the game and her own Game Boy uh, at the time, but she just didn't play much of it. Like, I got way more into it, and she didn't, so it wasn't like she had something that was worth trading. Um, Though our Pokemon cards were shared between the both of us. I think she was probably more interested in Pokemon cards than she was in Mm. um, the game. And I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that were like that, because the Pokemon cards themselves were a phenomenon.
4: Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
0: Were you into the Pokemon cards, Tracy?
4: Yeah, at the time when the Pokemon craze was happening, like yeah. I was into everything the anime, the movies, yeah. the cards. Um, yeah, so I collected a lot of cards for a while, but I didn't really keep up with it after like it started to go into like the second and third generations.
0: Yeah, I stopped at gold and silver cards. Like I I was like, okay, cool, but it's also a lot of it was a lot of money.
4: Yeah, it um, is.
0: Money my next door neighbor cheated me out of a, out of a card. Uh, He was like, he traded me a shiny Kangaskhan, which you can get in just one of those regular deck uh, boxes, like a, 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 for certain one. Right. So it's not rare for a, and I gave him my shiny chancy that you have to get in a booster pack. Right. And he was like, how do you know which one? Um, I think it was a Chancy for a Kangaskhan, but uh, he was like, "How do you know which one's like more rare?" Is like a higher number or something like that on the bottom left-hand corner, but it's alphabetical and like numbered alphabetically. Hmm. Anyway, I lost my sister's Chancy. That was my sister's. Oh chancy.
4: no! <laughs> oh. oh no! Uh,
0: but I got a Kangaskhan. Yeah. Um. I feel like it's interesting, like why we play Pokemon. I I like to collect them and do that, but I don't care. Like I know people get like really into the minutia with like EV or EV EVs and
2: what's EVs it and IVs
0: EVs and IVs, and I'm like, that's where I
2: tap out. Too rich for my blood. I can't deal with invisible numbers. Are you kidding invisible? me?
0: No. <laughs> yeah, and then you got to breed them and like do all that, and I'm just like the Pokemon that I like fall in love with, isn't going to be perfect. It's going to be the one that I love, you know, I wish Pokemon were real. Um, (laughs)
2: Mm -hmm. yeah,
0: um, what, uh, what makes, uh, okay. So, so let's see, what were we talking about? We were talking about starters and like Pokemon and all that, like, What makes a Pokemon likable? Like for you to want to play with it, for you to want to choose it, to have it on your team, do whatever you want.
2: For me, evolve into something cool, frankly. Like I usually stick with, if I can help it, if they are cool enough, I'll stick with whatever I caught on route one. Whenever I play through Sinnoh, my team always consists of my starter, a Storaptor and a Luxray because I grab them like really early on. And they're just huh. really strong Pokemon for me In a way, in a way that a lot of Route 1 Pokemon don't tend to be because it has to be something exciting, like something colorful, something that grabs you for me. Usually mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you get a bird on Route 1. Here's a rat. Right. But in, <laughs> in Gen 4, it's like, yeah, it's we give you, like, this electric lynx, and this one's just a bird, but we gave it, like, emo hair, so it's kind of cool, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, I remember, I remember like, the Route 1 Pokemon in red and blue. It's just, it's Caterpie, it's Pidgey, mm-hmm. it's Rattata. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, great. You get to have a bee drill or a butterfree or uh or a a pidgeot I don't know. It wasn't really they weren't that good.
4: Yeah, I don't think they were that
0: good either. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but if you're lucky you could find like a nidoran or something and those were a mm. little bit cooler.
0: In Route 1 or a little bit later?
4: Well, around the beginning yeah. I think.
0: Oh yeah, though like I would have a nido king like or a nido queen. Um like, on a team. I feel like that would be a good good Pokemon to have in your team.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Shout out to anyone else uh, out there on Twitch. Uh, I see a couple of you guys out there, uh, though I did a weird thing with the chat. Anyway, uh, shout out to anyone who's watching us live right now on Twitch or YouTube. Um, what's been your favorite gen? Like, I think Mike may have touched on what his favorite gen is. But, like, I want to know what your favorite gen is and why. Whether it's because it was your first gen, whether it was, you know, you it gave you something that, like, others didn't. And when I say gen, like, I know there's a lot of Pokemon games out there. Like, even Legends uh, Arceus or, or Arceus. I don't know. Do you guys say Arceus or Arceus?
4: arceus Mm -hmm. i say
2: arceus okay i i say arceus because i think someone corrected me one time and i internalized it so
0: oh Oh. uh i always forget which one i say i think i i think i switch off um but like legends arceus uh was really good and not a gen so yeah i guess that counts still but like what's been your favorite so far
1: my all time favorite game is Heart Gold. I think mm. that that's, I love Heart Gold, but I wouldn't say that Gen 2 is my favorite gen. Like, if we're talking like Pokemon overall, then I would say Gen 4. Sinnoh, I love the Pokemon in the Sinnoh region. Mm. But Heart Gold was great because it was like two games in one. Like, you play through two regions, which was like awesome. Bang yeah. for your buck. It was great.
0: <laughs> Has any other Pokemon game done that? Were you, go against another region's gym leaders and all that?
1: I don't think so. They, yeah, I don't think so either.
2: You never get to travel to a whole other region, Mm-mm. no. Um, Yeah, it's just the original Gen 2 games and the remakes, which is a shame. Mm-hmm. They're, they'll usually have like cameo appearances in like the post-game or whatever, you know, Battle Tower or whatever, where mm-hmm. you can fight some old characters from old games, but never the full Gen 2 treatment
0: that sucks. Cause again, mine was a little backwards. Cause I started with, with, with gold and then in gold at the end of gold, then I went back um, to Canto, did all yeah. that stuff. And then <laughs> I played blue and mm-hmm. went to Canto. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know how I got through everything because I feel like I should have just not played blue at that point, but I right. did, you know, I don't know. You guys have a different experience than I do.
2: Yeah. um, Yeah, well, I. What was that?
4: Oh, go ahead, Mike.
2: Oh, well, I was just going to say, since I did allude to it earlier, um, I will say this current gen is really strong for me so far, but obviously it's a bit too recent for all that. So um, gen five is my favorite gen because I think, for me it's where the pokemon games themselves peaked of the i don't think it's very much of a secret that pokemon was pretty samey in terms of formula and i think in terms of the formula they were working with this was definitely the height of it uh for one thing i think the games are still stunning to look at the pixel art hasn't aged a day in my opinion it's still some of my favorite interpretations of these pokemon um I forget if they were in black and white, but I know black two and white two had like the sprites moving as well. They Mm. had like little animations, which was super cool at the time. And black two and white two were my, are still my favorite Pokemon games, I think, because everything clicks. You know, the story isn't anything to write home about, but it's really cool to see Pokemon iterate on a generation and iterate on a region obviously we talked about uh gold soul silver where you could go back to canto and there's a little bit of that of that in there yeah and black two and white two obviously is like i think unless you want to count like gold and silver are only the direct the only direct sequels in the series and to see the unova region two years time skipped and all these different characters and it's novel for the series and I still have a lot of really fond memories of Black Two and White Two. Plus, I think the a lot of the Pokemon introduced are amazing. Shout out to Crocodile, still one of my favorites. The dark Great. ground uh crocodile.
0: Is he introduced in two, or is he still introduced in the first?
2: So all the gen five Pokemon are introduced in black and white because okay. those were actually the first games since Gen 1 where only um that region's Pokemon were available. So mm. they also made about 150 for Black and white, and that was the whole gimmick, is that for the first games? oh, it's only the new Pokemon, which obviously went over very well to the fan base at the time. Uh, it did not, but... <laughs> They're like, where's my Charizard? <laughs> where's Charizard? Why is Garbador here? Why'd you make a garbage Pokemon? You killed my love for everything. That kind of thing you yeah. expect from the internet.
0: Right, which we get every single time. Every single time a new Pokemon every. game comes out, mm-hmm. it's garbage. It's never good as it never goes in first. There's lazy Pokemon designs. Mike, you've talked about lazy Pokemon designs, and then I jumped on that, like, on TikTok. Like, the Mm. first one had purple rats, and just, (laughs) and, like, Muck and Grimer, like, they're just blobs, and they're not even different from each other. Just one's bigger. That's it? Like, there's some lazy Pokemon designs in Gen 1
2: yeah mm-hmm. Ekans is snake backwards and the pokemon isn't even a backwards snake i mean what are we doing here are
0: you thinking like <laughs> giraffe like they should pull a giraffe rig yeah why not but with a snake yeah yeah like there were there were lazy pokemon designs in gen one but people were still gonna complain yeah yeah uh lauren did you did you talk about your favorite
1: i did yeah which one oh, was I that was Favorite game is Heart Gold, but my favorite generation is four. Yeah.
0: Interesting. I mean that makes sense. I mean, yeah. I see. I didn't go. I didn't play Heart Gold and Heart Silver. I didn't play Black and White. Mm-hmm. Black and White two. I didn't play Diamond and Pearl. Like I feel like I missed out. I feel like I missed out on that like that moment of time in which Lauren and Mike were coming in.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a I good era of Pokemon. <laughs>
0: yeah. And I missed out. I think, yeah, I think I was a little burnt out on it. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that I didn't like, that I stopped loving it, but like, it was tough. Yeah, Tracy, I get that. What was your, what was your, uh your favorite?
4: Uh, my favorite is probably Blue and the first gen, because that's what I like grew up with. And then the most familiar was, I guess. Mm. But like, I think I just, it's just amazing to me that something like, that came out, like, (laughs) when we were kids, like, as old as we are now, and then it's, like, still popular, and, like, I I worked as an art teacher for a little bit for elementary school age kids, and, like, there's a lot of them that are, like, really into Pokemon, too, so it's just, like, kind of hard for my, for me to wrap my head around, like, it's, it's lived this long, like, the
0: popularity of Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like Power Rangers, in a way, like, Power Rangers is very similar, that, like, when I was a kid, like there, there was a point where like my mom was like, "This is about teenagers, so you can only watch it when you're a teenager." And like mm-hmm. I'm like, "It's not gonna be around when I'm a teenager." And like I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. Power Rangers has been around for like thirty years now.
4: Yeah. Jeez.
0: Um. So, I mean, I guess I could have watched it when I was a teenager. I did not watch it when I was a teenager. Um, <laughs> but Pokemon. I mean Pokémon I kept with like I it's way easy why is it easier as an adult to go back to Pokémon um or continue playing Pokémon like why is Pokémon way more all ages than like Power Rangers would be or anything else really
4: I feel like Pokemon's really multifaceted. Like you can, mm. you can play it for battling, you can play it for collecting, you can play it for like raising Pokemon and breeding them. And there's yeah. like just so many different things you can do that I feel like it attracts a wide audience.
2: Yeah. In there's the same way that the, in the same you, you got Mike. Yeah. In the same way that the games are multifaceted, so is the audience. So like while I think If it wasn't literally Pokemon, literally one of the biggest things in the world, I'm sure that a fan base does peter out more and more as they become adults. But because I think the battling is the biggest thing in that aspect, because wherever you have any kind of competitive gamified system, you're going to get little freaks out of the woodwork of like, "Ooh, how can I optimize this? How can I become an expert in this? And goodness knows Pokemon has that had that and still has that up the wazoo. So I think that, like, the fact that there is that depth there for fans getting older to still latch on to and for a community to go, grow around is why you see that follow through as fans get older.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think that, like, it's one of those things, like, yeah, because we're we're playing it, all the different things for all the different reasons, and hopefully each gen is a development upon the first or the one previous, it's not always the case, um, that, like, you come back wanting more, and it's a little bit different, and, like, you'll find something that you like, which also disappoints a lot of people, right? With If, you, if everybody's playing for a whole different reason, sometimes it is disappointing in a gen when you don't have that reason anymore. Like, do you guys have any favorite features or things from any of these gens that have like dropped away mine is mega evolutions i just like i don't want to terastalize i just want my megas back this can i have my megas back
2: i don't know if i have a specific thing that i'm like oh no that was like that's a thing i was here for and they got rid of it i think it's just the general like how many side things they scrap from generation to generation instead of making any attempt to like iterate upon them and improve mm-hmm. upon them instead they just kind of get trashed and replaced with something similar which i think just really really contributed to a lot of fatigue with the series it feeling very samey just on the one hand, the games weren't really changing, but on the other hand, nothing was really evolving either, so it was just really weird. But if I had to shout out one feature, I think Pokemon contests were always really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Which one was I that? Love that. Uh, Pokemon contests were like, they were in Gen 3 and Gen 4, and kind of in Gen 5, but that was another thing where it was replaced with a similar thing. But basically... Um, They were beauty contests, but for Pokemon, and sometimes they'd be like little rhythm games, and you could dress them in outfits, and I just love, I love that, I love the option to build a Pokemon for something that isn't explicitly battling, because moves had obviously their battle effects, but they also had specific contest effects, Um, and I'm sad that that got dropped uh, past Gen 4. Yeah.
0: See, I didn't play that, so I missed out um yeah uh Tracy did you have one that you wish came back
4: um not that I can think of really I did like the mega evolutions though I'm I'm still kind of learning the whole crystal thing <laughs> in yeah Scarlet. I haven't played that much of Scarlet yet so I haven't yeah. really gotten that much exposure to it
0: um i mean we could i mean no we will talk well after this we'll talk about scarlet violet because i feel like that's that's the hot stuff right now uh lauren do you have one that
1: i so i liked megas as well but if there's one thing that they would bring back it wouldn't be a feature but i want them to bring the coliseum games back because Mm. those games were so good and like There's this audience of Pokemon fans that are older now. Yeah. And like looking back at those games, especially like Gale of Darkness, they were kind of dark games. Like they had a little bit of a more mature theme. Mm. I feel like this is the time to bring them back. Like you have an older audience. They would do so well on on the Switch. Like this is what should be brought back for sure.
2: I, I salivate. At the idea of yes. an open world Pokemon Coliseum games where you're like stealing Absolutely. Pokemon and stuff Oh, I yes. feel so good. <laughs> the Ore region especially because it's like this mm-hmm. kind of arid, decrepit, like not a lot of natural life growing. So imagine yeah. having that open world and you find like one of the rare spots you can actually find wild Pokemon. Oh, that's that'd be so good. It'd be so good. <laughs> I
1: I
0: want an MMO like i don't i mean scarlet and violet is it's getting closer but like it's not yeah it's not enough at least for me Mm -hmm. um but like i want an mmo i want more options to like since we're all in it for different things like why not make it a like a real thing where we can create a gym weirdly enough pokemon Mm. go did that a little bit in a way like you're the top person at that gym right Uh, Mm -hmm. like, I wish there was, like, an MMO that would allow us to do
1: that.
2: That would be cool. I would also fear the kind of social pressures that Pokemon fans would create in that kind of MMO environment, like if you had raids and stuff. Uh, Mm -hmm. I recently watched a really Mm -hmm. good video essay documentary about why it's rude to be bad at Warcraft, Uh quote-unquote. And just MMOs... I think have a little bit of a tendency to like, you got to optimize or else you're not playing the game. Right. And I fear what that kind of social pressure might become in Pokemon fans hands. But I also agree with you. It's such a, it's the concept, isn't it? What if there was a Pokemon world where everyone was playing together? Yeah. Oh my God. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Yeah. Are you saying Mike though, that like the level of commitment of Pokemon would like kind of stratify all the fans? I think,
2: I think you would inevitably get, like, yeah, the people who are, like, who would sink so much time into it as MMOs often, if not demand, encouraged passively by design, I yeah. guess. Um, and, you know, like uh, Tracy said earlier, the Pokemon fandom is so multifaceted that you would see those more casual players drop off this MMO as time goes on, and, some kind of community would form around the people who are left and i guess i have some kind of anxiety about what the general social vibe of that community community would be you know a dedicated pokemon fan base kind of festering in one place over a long period of time i think it's an experiment worth doing i just can't guarantee that it would end well
0: (laughs) are you saying it could bring about the downfall of mankind it's possible <laughs> I mean it, it it's yeah, like I get the experiment part, but you know we could have real world implications,
4: yeah, yeah, I could see that as a concern for that style game, but as you guys were talking, I had the thought like, what if there is like kind of an animal crossing style Pokemon where you could build your own town, and like oh. instead of building your house, you could build a gym,
2: oh yeah oh my god
4: that'd be amazing and like then you could like invite people's. people yeah oh invite I love people it. to come oh, that'd be so cool
1: that'd be really cool huh
0: would that be not as competitive like would the goal not be com- competition but rather community
4: mm, I-, I think so hmm
2: as much as I would love to see what an MLG Animal Crossing would look like, I feel like mm-hmm. you would make that game to foster community and creativity and the role play and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now that you say it, Tracy, it's almost shocking that they haven't done something like that. Right. Like, with how long Pokemon has been like, or had been a grid based game, you could pretty, if not easily, pretty feasibly do an Animal crossing mario maker style make your own gym make your own town make your own pokemon experience etc mm-hmm. but nintendo and game freak especially i feel like are just so overprotective of like their brand's identities and their brand their games experiences that they're so trepidatious to get any kind of fan expression or fan um input on that you know you see that with how they take down mods and fan games and everything Mm. even though it's not really doing any harm they're just very persnickety about it at least from my perspective yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
4: i totally get that
0: is the concern that you they shouldn't do a pokemon animal style or animal crossing style game is that people will just get that instead of animal crossing like it'll 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 like scavenge it's scavenging other properties for parts
2: I think my point is that Nintendo is just generally very stingy with its intellectual property and letting there be any kind of fan input yeah. which is why I think something that feels like such a slam dunk as Pokemon but it's an Animal Crossing thing hasn't happened yet why it took so long to get an actual Mario Maker you know
3: Yeah
0: Yeah um I feel like Pokemon's development has been kind of slow across the gens right and like people always comment on that but is it because like pokemon makes enough money already that they don't need to like try as hard
1: maybe probably yeah i mean they they know people are gonna buy their games so it's sad but it's like well why would they put more effort in than they need to
0: is it like like the hot person at a club like <laughs> I just stand here and look good, and like yeah. people will come to me,, mm-hmm. like like, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe,
2: um the... what, sorry, at the risk of answering too many questions with a paragraph that could be a sentence, um, <laughs> I think it's really. Inertia. You know, Pokemon is a multi million dollar multimedia franchise. They have anime schedules, they have game schedules, they have card game Mm. schedules, they have plus schedules, and all of those are intertwined. So Mm. even if you wanted to put more effort into the games, which I think this issue of effort usually isn't the issue, it's more so time and resources. But even if you want to do that, it's such a big system in and of itself that enacting any kind of change like that is glacial, probably. See somebody so general societal change and how difficult that is yeah <laughs> tracy did you have any any thoughts on that
3: um
4: yeah it it does make sense that like cuz like with each generation they have like a whole like fleet of stuff that they release like the anime and the cards and all that stuff so i i could see how it would be a lot of work to to try something new i guess
0: yeah somebody on tiktok was pointing out Like, well, it was a rebuttal. So somebody on TikTok pointed out they were like, like, they should try harder on their most valuable, like, thing with Pokemon, which is the games. And then somebody else responded that the games aren't the most valuable thing to Pokemon. They're not the things that make them the most money. It's the merch. It's the IP. It's even the cards, which is just printing paper, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like they get they get way more return on investment with the cards than they would with the games that take years to create and a lot of resources.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And maybe that's the thing. Pokemon's more valuable as an IP than it is like as a game itself.
1: Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: I think that could also contribute to why po- the earlier discussion. You see so many side features and stuff get trimmed away and so many new gimmicks and stuff introduced you can almost picture the table of executives being like okay we need to revamp the pokemon grant brand and keep it fresh what do we do what are we cutting what are we replacing it with to keep this new
0: right um because yeah I, I doubt like the, the nintendo execs or the pokemon execs or whoever who makes the decisions by the way Nintendo doesn't make the decisions, right? I think Pokemon, the Pokemon company, I think, is, like, its own thing. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh-huh.
0: And I think they make the decisions. And I doubt all of those execs are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the games. The games. Let's make the game yeah. better, you know? Like, we're all in agreement. Let's make the game better. <laughs> I, I'm sure <laughs> there's somebody being like, actually, let's just sell T-shirts. Yeah, Let's sell backpacks, yeah.
2: mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I th- um, what I think the only reason we saw the change we see now is because Sword and Shield was the first time they actually got like pretty sizable backlash for mm. any kind of Pokemon thing. Uh I don't know who was or wasn't following at the time, but Dexit, as it was called, the reveal that, hey, you can't <laughs> actually get every Pokemon into Sword and Shield. It's just going to be mainly the Pokemon available in the game. Yeah. People we're not fucking happy about that. I remember Dexit. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh and I think that was that was the most sizable back- backlash from within the fandom Pokemon had ever gotten.
1: So mm-hmm. I think that
2: was what really spurred like okay, we kind of got to reflect on what these games are and maybe like fix this so that this doesn't become an unfixable situation within our fan base.
0: Right. So you're saying that they appeased us because of Dexit?
2: I'm saying they got caught lacking, and they were like, "Oh fuck! All right, yeah, we got to sit up a little bit straighter." I, I right. think that's kind of the extent of it.
0: I think I think Pokemon's very interesting because I'm sure if you took the demographics of everybody who's playing Pokemon, at least the games and then even the cards, a lot of them are adults, more so than a lot of kid franchises, right? And if you lose the adults off of Pokemon. Like, sure, the kids will do, like, the kids will buy the backpacks and the Happy Meals and whatnot, but then they're going to phase out real quick. Am I, yes, think? No, I think, I think
3: that makes sense. Cool. Like,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, I think uh, Pokemon's very specific, uh, like, or really not specific, very broad in that sense. Um, Scarlet and Violet came out a couple weeks ago. I don't know how far you guys are, but it's been really tough for me to like sit down and play it. Not because of the game, because of me. Um, but I've just been exploring. Um, how you guys been l- liking Scarlet and Violet?
1: I've I've been loving it. Um, the glitches are there for sure. Like you talk a lot about the glitches. Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> my favorite one is sometimes I'll be playing. And it will just shut down. Like it'll just go black screen and then it will restart me like an hour before where I was. Oh no. And I'm like, oh Oh. my God, that's the worst glitch. But otherwise it's like little graphic things. And like, I'm not a graphics person. Like, I don't give a shit. I can still play the game (laughs) whatever. Now I just know to save really frequently and then I'm good, (laughs) like just save (laughs) all the time.
0: I think I mean, that's just a lesson that I've learned a long time ago is just like always save, always save when I'm doing work, always mm-hmm. save when I'm playing mm-hmm. games, because games is work. And at least at, at least with work, you can be like, I'm sorry, it, it it shut down and I didn't save it. And they're like, fine, mm-hmm. I'll give you, you know, you can catch up maybe uh, with Pokemon. It's gone forever. And Pokemon oh, yeah. is more important than work. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Tracy, how you liking uh, Scarlet and Violet?
4: Um, I like it so far. I haven't gotten very far. I've only played a little past like where they show you around the school, and then they like let you out into the world. Mm-hmm. And then I like started to explore a little bit, but I haven't gotten to like the first gym or anything. Um, I have seen a few glitches, like I haven't had the shutdown thing happen, which is, that's kind of scary to hear about, sorry. <laughs> but I'll just remember to save often. Um, I do like a lot of the new Pokemon in this game. I just came across a Smallive, I didn't even know he existed, and I was like so happy to stumble
0: across. What's, oh, oh, like the little Olive? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, I was like, what is this small creature? Because yeah. they they're sized like it's one of you know because like in the overworld, they're like by scale, which means you really have to squint for like Smoliv or Sunkern or mm-hmm. um whatever that thing is that turns into a Scovillin.
2: Uh capsicid. Oh. Capsicum.
0: Yeah. It's so small, and like. I'm here at my computer doing my work and I have like like I have my controller and like my TV's there and I'm like, "Oh no, I don't have a big enough TV." <laughs> ah. Anyway, that's just me complaining. It's been fun, but small yeah. smaller is too small. <laughs>
4: yeah, I do I appreciate that feature. I like it in some ways, and then I don't like it in some ways. Uh-huh. Um, I I've li- have tried the camera thing where you can like take selfies and stuff of your character, <laughs> and uh-huh. I think it's really cool to like take pictures like with the Pokemon when they're like behind you or something. Uh-huh. So I appreciate it for that, but I feel like it's like when you're riding on the Koridon, I think it's oh yeah, it's Pokemon that like is kind of like a bicycle. It's he's so big that it's kind of hard to like you can miss those really tiny ones pretty easily.
0: Oh yeah. Or they like ambush you and you run into them, and then now you have to fight them. Right. Are you going too fast. Or you ran over. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mike. Uh I love these games very, very much. Uh I hit credits last weekend. Oh. And wow. Yeah, which was actually longer than I would have intended it to be, but um, yeah, it's just so fun to get lost and explore, and the biggest thing for me is it gives me the same feeling that Legends Arceus gave me, which is whenever a new Pokemon comes up, it's like, oh! even if it's one that I know that has existed before from a past generation, if I'm encountering it the first time in the game, it's like, oh! and, you know, you have kind of that sit-forward moment, um, yeah. because it just, it feels you're inhabiting a world of Pokemon in a way that you just haven't before. And that escapist fantasy is so fun. It really, in a lot of ways, feels like your own little episode of the anime in a lot of ways. You're going on your own little journey. You have a lot of freedom to go wherever you want to get in situations you are not qualified for. Um, Yeah.
0: I, I, I caught a level 30 primate and he doesn't listen to me because I didn't, I didn't beat the first gym until like right now, and he still doesn't listen to me because that only goes up to 20 level 25. I've never had that before, but sorry, yeah. Mike, continue.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, and that's the, it's the exact kind of thing that's awesome because, like, when has that ever mattered? The like, oh, you this Pokemon won't listen to you unless you have X amount of bad. When has that ever ha- mattered unless you've traded a Pokemon into your game? It's because never it's mattered like to me the... before,
0: like, I've yeah. never been lucky enough to catch a Pokemon so out of my range but I'm just grinding and I haven't yeah. really beat any gym leaders yet.
2: Yeah. Cause just going around the overworld is so addicting. I think it was like at 10 hours in, I had like two gyms beaten. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's great. I'm having a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Um, you can do all the gym leaders in different orders, right? Yeah. How does that work? does it scale up the more gym badges you have previously? No, that's my,
1: like, one beef with the game is I do wish that, like, I, I'm okay with the wild Pokemon being the, you know, the levels that they are Add some, like, danger to the game. That's fun. But I wish that the gyms would scale because I, like, go to a town and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is, like, <laughs> way out of my range or it's like well now i have 70 level 70 pokemon and i'm facing like the first gym leader and this isn't fun yeah so i wish they would scale but yeah you can face whoever you want
0: so there is kind of an order though
1: yeah there is like an an unspoken order. order
0: like yeah okay so really you're really what only able to hit gym leaders roughly like you have three choices one that's like a little lower than you, one that's like at your level one that's slightly above you could be. Mm-hmm. Is that roughly how it goes?
2: Basically, yeah, I think the game the game is good about like kind of lightly gaining itself off without completely closing itself off based on what you've done. Um, because I guess I don't I know y'all are early in the game, so I don't want to spoil too much. But basically, uh, each path kind of has its own sense of progression where one path as you go through you get rewards that make it easier to traverse the overworld so you'll get to areas that you weren't able to before uh the gym leaders obviously you get access to higher level pokemon and another path is like you get um different resources to learn a bunch of moves and stuff but i definitely agree with lauren that the level scaling was the biggest issue for me in terms of the game itself not like the performance and graphics issues because god knows they're there yeah <laughs> um but i just had like almost a weird amount of anxiety of like okay i don't want to be too overleveled for this next gym or mm. oh i think i'm a really over for this next gym i'm gonna make a whole different team that's at an appropriate level to like having a an, uh... and it was just a little bit too much of like me the player having to tweak my experience to get something i wanted that would have very easily been fixed by level scaling yeah Uh, and it also just would have been such a cool flavor note because one of the few things i'm not the biggest uh pokemon anime fan weirdly enough but the biggest thing that sticks in my head is i think it's like the origin series uh brock has like a bunch of different preset teams you see based on how many gym badges his challenger has literally level scaling in that Version of the story. So he's like, Oh, you only have one badge. And he pops open a little drawer that has three Pokeballs in it. And I would love to see that represented Mm -hmm. in the games, not just for the gameplay benefit, but that's just a cool bit of world building about the gym leaders.
0: Yeah. I haven't gotten far enough to have to deal with that. Because literally, I'm just kind of walking around and being like, Are there Pokemon that I haven't caught yet? And I've just been catching a bunch. But, like I'm going so slow. Tell me the the Coryon or whatever goes faster at a certain point.
2: Yes, does he get on the, his wheels at the at the well, he doesn't get on his wheel
1: no <laughs> I, actually i don't
2: i I don't have scarlet, so I don't know, but you you do unlock a dash um the fur that's like the first reward you get for the quest line that gives you that stuff so you can go faster yes okay uh it is a little a little painstaking to start out i couldn't imagine going back to not having the dash even though i really really want to replay these games already
0: is scarlet and violet two different games like are they or are they not
2: they're the same game i have a habit of saying games because it's technically plural because it's technically two versions but
0: but like I know the other games are like, yeah, yeah, they're just different size of same coin. But is the gameplay different? Is there a different story?
1: You ride on wheels instead of <laughs> the feet, so that's a little different.
0: <laughs> on what? Which ones? Wh- wait, which one do you ride on wheels?
1: In violet, so oh. like on scarlet, Coridan has wheels, but still like just runs, which yeah. is strange. Yeah, but. No, you use the actual wheels in Violet.
3: Oh.
1: The future. Yeah, future, future of wheels. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what does everybody have? Scarlet or Violet? Because I have Scarlet.
4: Yeah, I have Scarlet too.
0: I, I have Violet. Have Both of you have Violet and then us two have yeah. Scarlet? Oh, that's kind of funny. I picked the right people for this episode <laughs> <laughs> to talk about this. Why did you guys pick what you picked? Because I have a reason and I'm ashamed, but I will tell you my reason uh, after. you I guys. know your reason
2: already. I feel like I know <laughs> your reason.
0: <laughs> uh, no, uh, I don't. I won't. I won't say it now. Um, Tracy, um, what was your reason?
4: Um. Well, we when this game came out, came out. We were in Japan. My husband and I were in Japan, so we actually pre-ordered it the day before it came out at the Pokemon Center
3: because
4: they give you like a little book and like stuff like little bonus stuff if you pre-order it Um, and then we just kind of picked Scarlet on a whim I guess I don't know I I was more drawn to like because Scarlet is kind of like has a prehistoric type of look from what I understand and then Violet is like more futuristic Mm
0: -hmm.
4: and I guess I was just more we were just more drawn to that
0: I wanted to go futuristic. I wanted to go violet because that was cool. Uh like I like violet better than scarlet, like as colors. I like purple better than red. Um, um and like okay, futuristic versus prehistoric. Okay. And then I was looking into like the different the different Pokemon that were available in both. Um, one of my reasons for picking Scarlet is Great Tusk versus Iron Tread. Yeah, (laughs) i haven't gotten far enough to make that i like that doesn't apply to me yet but like i was like i like great tusk better than iron tread and that was just you know um but that's one of two reasons i picked uh 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 scarlet uh lauren what why did you pick violet
1: (laughs) i picked it because i i really am into like the future aesthetic i love like Tron and Blade Runner like that kind of like dystopian future stuff I love that Mm -hmm. so when I saw the the legendary on like the front of the violet cover I was like yes that is my vibe that's what I'm going for it was only vibes it was pure purely vibes
3: yeah yeah uh
0: I mean that works with I mean we'll get to gym leader stuff later but I like how everybody's personality and choices and interests were coming like It'll all come to a head when we talk about like mm-hmm. us as gym leaders. Um interesting. Interesting. Um oh I also wanted the 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 cover Pokemon. Is it still Koridon for both?
2: No. Uh Scarlet's Coridon and Violet is Miridon.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Um Miraidon has uh like jet packs, and I thought that was cooler,
2: but
3: mm-hmm.
0: I didn't. I didn't pick uh violet uh mike why, uh, yeah, why violet
2: i went for violet partially because i love the color purple i just i like it i like the look of it better than scarlet and i liked the version exclusives exclusives more um you alluded to great tusk versus iron treads yeah. and that set of pokemon for violet is super cool for me i love the they all kind of take a similar direction but like i think that direction is very cool so um and also uh, cerulege is the apple of my eye the core of my mid 2000s edgy dreams i love this who's cerulege? Fire c- cerulege um is i don't know if you've run into a char at oh yet, but it's yeah. yeah, right? Some mm-hmm. Mega Man EXE type stuff.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that design is so much better than the, the Scarlet design. Mm. Yeah. With puffy sleeves or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the Scarlet design looks like popcorn as shoulder pads. Mm. And then Violet has two blades. And it's like, yeah, that yeah. one's so much better. Um, what do you guys what uh for for for, for sword and shield? Did you guys, why did you guys pick sword and shield? Because I, I only picked it because of the legendary. I wanted the shield one instead of the dog that has the sword. So I picked shield. Was it the same thing? Did you guys look at the legendaries?
2: I just think swords are cooler. So I got no. sword. That's fair. That's fair.
1: Yeah, same for me. Pretty <laughs>
0: yeah. much. Lauren, did you pick sh- sword or shield?
1: I got sword because... Um my brother got SHIELD. I don't know why he picked it, but we always get like the opposites of each other so that Uh we can trade Pokemon. Yeah. So he already had dibs on SHIELD. So I got stuck with sword. Oh. Which was good. I like the legendary better. So it worked out.
3: Oh.
0: I was the only person who picked SHIELD.
3: I guess so.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for that. Um (laughs) I'm I'm the odd person now. Oh, uh Mike. Wait, you know. Wait, you know the reason
2: I picked Scarlet, right? Pretty sure. I I, I have an educated guess. Yeah. Can we, can we, I, <laughs> I,
0: I I will neither conform nor deny it, but why do you think I picked Scarlet?
2: Well, in addition to version-exclusive Pokemon, there are a select few version-exclusive NPCs. Uh, and <laughs> choosing based on that is very much a personal preference thing. What I will not blame you for. Mm-hmm. I personally believe both choices are very good. Uh, Professor Sada is a hot cave woman lady and I won't fault you for uh, I don't know who direction. you're talking about. I
0: don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> who is who is this hot cave woman professor? Um I don't I've never seen a professor in my life. I don't know. Mm. Um <laughs> but uh yeah, ended up picking up Scarlet for whatever reason. Um yeah. and uh, you know, so far so good. Um, I want to end this episode with our. If we were living in the world of Pokemon, what kind of gym leaders would we be if we were gym leaders, right? And with that comes, I guess the the staple of like, I guess we're not main character char- like it's not main character energy because we can't have starters, we can't have legendaries. But I asked all of you um, to give me, you know, who you would have, what Pokemon you would have on your teams, what kind of gym would you run, uh, that sort of thing. Now, I did this two years ago, and I wanted to pick a different type than I did last time. But last time I picked water, and it was a like a pool party themed gym, <laughs> and it was all like water types. Um Uh, And I thought that was cool, but I was like, no, I'm going to push myself for this time around. So I picked a different six. Who wants to go first? Okay, Mike. I'll go
2: first, sure. Yeah. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, For anyone watching us on uh, Twitch or YouTube, you'll be able to see all this. For anyone listening to the podcast, um, we'll do our best to explain everything uh that we're picking so gym leader mike can you see it by the way can you guys see it uh
2: i have the twitch stream in the background i do see it that's very nifty
0: yeah you wanted your gym badge to be a podium right
2: yes okay. yeah uh i think i said like a little podium with an eye in the middle ah uh, damn but, oh but the little podium is very cute is like it's good i like it okay but yeah. Uh, my for my gym, uh, I went with the psychic type because I just I've always thought they were very cool ever since I saw Kadabra in Pokemon Pearl and had no fucking idea how to evolve it. Uh, but I thought Alakazam was cool was regardless. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and I wanted to go for like a game show quiz show kind of theme, which I think pokemon did for like an electric type gym hmm. once but um i uh, the thing i have in my head is i don't know if anyone's played paper mario in the thousand year door but there's a section early on where to get into a sewer or something you have to play a quiz game with a thwomp and it's this very comedic mix of like actual trivia about like how many eyes does x enemy have or whatever um and just this very petulant swamp host uh and i would love to see that for for a pokemon gym you would probably answer questions if you got it right you would get a stat boost if you got it wrong you would get a stat uh decrease similar to one of the gyms in sword and shield the fairy type gym i think mm-hmm.
3: um and yeah. who
0: who would be your henchman like you know I like because had- you're the big boss right like there ha- like there are people that you have to like fight on the way to gym leader mike right
2: yeah um to go with like the game showy feel i think you bring in random npcs you give them like the little splash screen and like hey i'm x from y i'm x years old and i do da da for a living yeah. i'm hoping to take this all home and stuff like that you know yeah uh you get like i don't know hex maniac you know the weirdest people you can find to get on your game show
0: right right Um, the NPCs are weird in Pokemon. They're always like little kids that are like trying to like fight you. And you're like, I'm literally going to beat your ass. Stop trying to fight me, you little kid. (laughs) And it's this little kid and he has a Caterpie and it's like, I'm going to ruin you. I'm going to send you to the Pokemon Center. Why are you doing this? (laughs) Pokemon's been doing that lately. Like, I feel so bad. I feel so bad for the Pokemon that I like destroy. And, like, the people, now that I see their faces and, like, the Pokemon that, like, run up to me in the overworld and try to fight me, I'm like, please stop. I don't want to, I will do it for the XP, but I don't do it because I enjoy making you faint.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know if you guys feel that way. It's way more like dogfighting now than it was back in the day.
3: <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Um,
4: yeah, I feel that way a little bit. Like yeah. especially if it's like a really cute Pokemon. Like a, I, I ran into a bunch of Mareeps and and the little bit of exploring that I did do yeah. and I like overly really sad to like to make them faint.
0: Yeah. But it's like we gotta do what we gotta do to be to be the best, you know.
2: Listen, if you're going out in the world and picking fights. You got to be ready for a level 60 Dragonite, okay? (laughs) It's your fault, little Jimmy, for thinking you could take on the world with a Rattata, all right? (laughs) The logic was unfounded.
0: Yeah, but like, I I, I like how like in later generations, there's just like different titles. There's like office worker, Carlos. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) oh, okay. You just, are you on your break? Is this your smoke break at work? And you're like, I'm just going to pick a fight with a kid. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. I will wreck you, um, uh, Mike. Tell us your tell us your Pokemon. Uh,
2: yes, I will. And why? Once, I will tell you all that once I pull up the DM with that information mm. to make sure that I remember. Mm. Uh, yes. Uh, so my team first is Espeon because it's a good psychic type and it's easily my favorite evolution. Um probably be a special attacker don't got to get into all that but it has good coverage (laughs) mr mime mr mime because i kind of had to one because it really really fits the game show theme and two because uh over a year ago now yeah over a year ago i did a very cursed mr mime cosplay and people still yell at me about it so it's it's better or worse it is part of my brand it's really scary
0: mike like Lauren, Lauren Tracy. I don't know if you've seen his Mr. Mime. It is the thing of nightmares. I think
1: I have. I think
4: I have too. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's easily my most viewed video, so probably <laughs> <laughs> it is my legacy up to this point. So now yeah. my purpose into life is to do something more than that. So that's not what I'm remembered for. Yeah. Uh, next, I had a Lolan Raichu. Largely because I wanted I wanted to get some good type coverage with my secondary typings because I just try to do that with any kind of monotype team. Mm-hmm. And also Lolan Raichu was a mainstay of my team really whenever I play Sun and Moon, and definitely the first time, because I think it's such a cool and cute little guy, for lack of a better term. Um and it's a little powerhouse. Electric psychic. I like I like him a lot.
0: Is it electric psychic or psychic electric?
2: um i don't recall the i i would assume electric psychic because yeah. that would make more sense since the past evolutions are electric yeah that's the word i can summon them all on command uh next, is i miss the alolan
0: type uh pokemon like in, in you know like are they gonna pop up in this game i don't know
2: um regional variants They do something a little like that and a little different, and there are some regional variants as well. I don't know. I think the way they handle alternate versions of Pokemon, they have multiple ways of handling them in this game. Yeah. And not all of them feel fully realized. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, But next on my team is Metagross. Again, really good coverage. And just a really really cool Pokemon that I never actually use because pseudo legendaries tend to be a little bit too high on the level curve to evolve for me to actually use with the rest of my team in the main mm. game. Yeah. Um. So I almost I, get the- I almost put Metagross on my team, mm. but I didn't. It's It's really good. Yeah. It's really really good. Uh. So whenever I get the opportunity, I try to use fun little. I think Metagross is a pseudo legendary for Gen three. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I don't know what,
0: what makes a pseudo legendary,
2: but. It's a really nebulous thing. Yeah. They usually evolve really late in the game, you know, like levels 50 to 60 is their final evolution. But otherwise, it's just really nebbly. Neb- yeah. Nebbly neb- S- neb- neb- pebbly. Yeah. Nebbly pebbly. Next up is Gallade. Gallade is easily one of my favorite Pokemon. Uh, Fighting Psychic is a really, really cool type combination it gets access to really cool moves um like it gets aura sphere you know the move lucario has leaf blade stuff like that mm. it's 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 my emotional support edgy boy which all of my teams have at least one of you know what yeah. i mean yeah yeah and f-
0: uh with glade in sword it's sword and shield where like glade will just like run after you and you're like <laughs> hey, I hey, I get there.
2: away from me yeah, Machokes, too. They will rush you oh, yeah. in that game. Yeah, uh, It's a little scary. And finally, Alakazam, because it's the original Psychic type, you know? And it also has, like, its roots in stage magicians, illusions, stuff like that, which mm. I think plays well with the game show theme as well.
0: Yeah. Um, I like the thought that you put into this.
2: Yeah, thank you.
0: Uh Lauren, Tracy, do you think any of Mike's choices suck? <laughs> Time to let them know right now.
4: Suck. No. I think this is really cool. I this really is, like this the, is an open,
0: open, safe, honest space. Uh, <laughs> we can say if Mike's choices suck.
1: No, I love them. Yeah, I love them. Psychic is always like such a solid type. Like I feel like there's not really a clunker in the type. It's always really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh good stuff, Mike. I'd like to think that we're all gym leaders in the same region.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know? Yeah. Because we're all we're all different types. And so
3: Mm.
0: I think that uh that could work. We could be the elite four. I don't know. Who knows?
3: There.
0: There. There's literally there's literally (laughs) four of us. So all right. Um who wants to go next? If you're not ready, I can go, but that's up to you guys. I'll go uh yeah all right so uh I wanted I wanted um I picked steel I was I was doing a steel Mm -hmm. type and uh because last time it was like a pool party water themed this time I wanted like a volcano furnace which is a different different type of vibe so it would be in a volcano but instead of being fire type it'd be steel type um and I was kind of going for like a Hephaestus kind of thing um, and so I picked an anvil as my gym badge, uh, right there. Um, and so, yeah, it's the anvil badge, whatever. Um, but like, I tried to pick a steel type Pokemon that I could also hang out with. Cause like, I feel like if I'm stuck in like a volcano furnace, like do my thing, um, I'm gonna need like just cool Pokemon to hang out with, you know? Um, so first on my list is Preserker. And like is he is he just straight steel?
2: I think so. I'll double I, check that.
0: I think he yeah, I think he is. Uh Preserker seems cool. Like I would love to hang out with him. Um he's my first um my idea of like what Pokémon I picked is mostly like aesthetic reasons. Um as opposed to like I don't I don't know what moves any of these guys have. Um like I use them if I use them I use them if I don't I don't uh Berserker is one. I'm cool with being the first gym, by the way. I can I could get just run through. I'm all right.
2: I'm doing my thing. We'll send the 10 year old straight into the fires <laughs> of the vest. <laughs> uh
0: my second, my second one's Kappa Raja. Just because like I like elephants and I could probably like ride him and that'd be cool. And he has like a fist for a, a trunk. And I don't think I've ever played him before. Like I think, like there's a lot of Pokemon I catch and I never play. I'm just like I caught them, check them off the list, whatever. But like, Camaraja would be cool. Um, um, yeah. Uh, number three is Alolan Dugtrio because <laughs> I think they're so funny because they're just Dugtrio with hair. <laughs> um, but for some reason they're part Steel. It makes no sense. Um. And so they would be cool to have around. Um, and like uh we're just hanging, having a good time. Um number now it gets a little bit more serious. We got is it Caesar or Sizor? Scizor? I think I say Caesar. Okay,
4: cool. I don't know if that's correct, but
0: yeah, I got a, I got a Caesar. Um, and he's cool looking. He's pretty badass. You gotta have a badass uh character on your team. Um and then I got Corvanite. Um a lot of a lot of these I, I like try to pick different types that also paired with the steel, so I can get kind of a, a broader base. And then my last one is uh Bishart. I didn't want to pick King King Gambit. I was thinking about it and I chose, I actively chose not to. I like his design. I don't think I'm just gonna, I don't, I don't think we would vibe well, you know? I don't think like I could hang out with this, with this guy. So Bisharp on the other hand. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my, uh, that's my gym. Those are my guys. Any of them suck?
2: Uh, I think the decision to go for, um, you just said its name and now it's out of my head. Bisharp. Bisharp. Yes. Yes. Uh, is interesting. I really like King Gambit, but I, respect not putting that in. All I'm saying is you can put an Eviolite on that Bisharp now and it is going to be very difficult to kill. (laughs) What does the Eviolite do? Eviolite's a little rock that you can put on any Pokemon that isn't fully evolved and it'll greatly it'll just it'll basically make it a lot bulkier. Mm. Um it was really popular on like Dusk Skull. It's really it tends to be popular on Pokemon that get like evolutions in later generations. You know this Pokemon was complete but now it's got an even better one but you might not want to use that one so you can slap an light on this guy. Um, But yeah, it's a really cool team. I love the Hephaestus theme. There's actually a Pokemon in Scarlet and Violet that would be perfect for this theme. Um, Is the little guy with the hammer? Yeah, yeah. Is he
0: Steel? Is he Steel? uh, Steel Fairy, yeah. Oh, that would be cool. I I just caught him. I was like, oh, hmm. I caught him after I made the list, whatever. next time around Yeah all right cool 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 Who uh who wants to go next I can go next Yeah
4: So based on the discussion I earlier mean, you guys can probably guess what I picked as my type but I would pick water um and then
0: ooh. I tried to, I tried to make the badge the way you said
3: Yeah like I what like you wanted that. yeah
4: Yeah, so my badge would be kind of like an ocean wave, like a Japanese art style type of wave. And I guess it could be called the ocean badge or the wave badge. I didn't really think as far as to the name. Um, And then my gym would be set like in an ocean harbor somewhere. And the gym battle would take place on like just a big, huge long dock. Um, So there's a lot of water on either side. So like larger Pokemon could go in the water if they wanted to. Um, but yeah, that'll make more sense with my team once I review it, I guess. <laughs> uh, my first choice would have been pre marina and Popplio, because I, I love them, but we can't have starters. So they're out, unfortunately. But my first one would be Finizen, which is a new one to Scarlet and Violet. And I was so, so excited to see that there's finally a dolphin Pokemon. Mm. Um, but yeah, I thought he's really cute. I haven't even gotten to where he is in the game yet, but... He's a dolphin, so I had to have him. <laughs> um, so he would be there to start out the team. And then I would have Sphiel, which is water and ice. I think this team is not super, I didn't put a lot of thought into the type of this team, but I will, once the team is all here, it'll make a little more sense. I think um, Sphiel will be followed by Whalmer, who's also just straight water i think and then palafin who's also new to scarlet and violet and
0: And you wanted the hero mode right
4: yeah that's the evolved form of finison
0: yeah but palafin without hero mode just looks like a finison but with a different like slight design right
4: yeah he looks like exactly the same pretty much but just with a heart kind of thing on his chest but like this the hero form i don't know much about it at all but i saw what it looked like and i was like oh my gosh i have to have that um he kind of looks like a superhero i feel
0: yeah. like yeah i uh i looked into it that it like it might have to like might be just an allusion to like superman um cuz it said also that he evolves at level 38 and 1938 is when superman was created
2: oh yeah. i could actually it, it absolutely is a superman thing so uh palafin's whole gimmick is that it comes out as that uh normal form and once it switches out and then switches back in it transforms which is a reference to like superman going into the phone booth like i can't oh. let everyone else see me transform oh my, into my superhero persona so you know which you know finn is in citizen it's a really cute pokemon line with a gimmick that i'll probably never actually use in battle but it's very fun wait so yeah, that so you cute. start
0: with him as like your number one and then you just like you switch to somebody else and you switch back to him and he's in yeah but,
2: yeah like it gets a move called a move they introduced called flip turn which is basically u-turn but water type okay so you can easily switch out and then get back in really cool really fun
0: have you gotten that far yet
2: i don't actually have one myself but i get god forgive me i get really nerdy about pokemon so i've kind of like learned what all these mechanics are
0: (laughs) yeah lauren have you gotten far enough that uh to get a uh palafin or i
1: have i have one but i haven't used it um but i i do have one sitting in my box it's a i think the like ability is called zero to hero maybe yes Yeah, yeah it's it's really cool it's a it's a fun concept for sure
0: that's so weird. It's it's <laughs> yeah. there are certain Pokemon out there that have like very specific abilities. Like, I don't know. It's so weird, but cool. Um it also reminds me of like the super specific ways you can you can evolve Pokemon. Like you have to turn your DS upside down for yeah. which one was that? Malamar. Malamar. Mm-hmm. That's the squid one, right?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: it's like, where, who, you're going to find out that out <laughs> by accident? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, Tracy, yes. You got Palafin.
4: Yes. Yeah. And I'm I'm so excited to learn that, his little backstory, because that makes me like even more. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we'd have Palafin, and then we had Dugong, uh-huh. which is also water and ice. Yeah. And then my final one to top off the team would be Whale Lord.
3: Oh my God. <laughs> which is one of my favorites <laughs>
4: um so yeah the theme of my team is marine mammal pokemon like whales dolphins seals sea lions that kind of thing because it just ties into the other part of my life where i work with these types of animals in real life um but yeah i like whales a lot <laughs> are, you, are are
0: you on a dock in the final battle so that your whale lord can come out from behind
4: yes that was part of the reason why i picked that design
0: um that's wild i i yeah i wouldn't know like if i was trying to fight you and then a waylord came because waylords are huge (laughs) right yeah uh i would get scared also it's oh sorry no 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 you
4: Oh, i was gonna say it's like it's not the strongest team i probably get like wiped out if someone rolls in with like a bunch of strong electric types or something but i don't mind being the first gym leader the first one of the elite four or whatever i like my team
0: (laughs) yeah yeah um i also thought it was interesting that like out of the six that you picked um two of them evolve into the other two and then spiel and dugong as opposed to spiel and the walrus whatever walrus thing or Mm -hmm. seal and dugong why did you pick, why'd you pick that?
4: Mm, I do not really put that much thought into it. I kind of like, I like Dugong more. I used to use Dugong in, in blue a lot. Yeah. And I haven't really used the final evolution of spiel. so.
3: What's his name?
0: What's this? Um, it's a walrus. It's like, something. Walrain. something
4: that's, yeah, something that sounds like walrus.
0: Walrain. Walrain. yeah. Okay. Is that a two evolution line or a three?
2: I think three. Three. Yeah. Cause it's Spheal, Celio, Walrain. That's right.
0: Okay. Um, I like, I like, uh, uh, Tracy's, uh, mix. What would, and I didn't answer this for myself, but do you have henchmen like, or like people on the way to get to you?
4: Um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, gyms usually have them.
0: Yeah. What, what theme are they? Are they, like fishermen or scientists or
4: i kind of see it as more like the gym leader would be like the captain and then the other people would be like the crew oh like first mate second
3: mate that kind of
0: thing yeah that'd be cool okay uh yeah i have no idea who my henchmen would be at first i thought like steel mill workers (laughs) But, I don't know whether I would do that., no. I'd have to think about that one, okay. I like it, Tracy. uh, oh, I also wanted to say that I wish I could have picked all dogs, like oh yeah, but there's no like one type that has like six dogs in it, right? They're all like dogs of different types, yeah. But I feel like an elite four person could have that be their thing, right?
2: An elite four definitely could, yeah. And I kind of I Tracy, your team I love your team, first of all. It's, it's so cute. And I think it'd be perfect <laughs> like first to mid gym to like because you have those not fully evolved Pokemon and then bam, Palafin, BAM, Whaler, <laughs> little wake-up call. Uh, but also, just like it's so cohesive in its theming, which a lot of gym leader teams, I feel like that's just Pokemon doesn't really do that. And I would love to see more of that, not so much focused on the type being the theme, but some other shared characteristic. Yeah.
0: Um, Paradox10 on Instagram said in Soul Silver post game, blue had a gym with no set type. Oh, but that's blue because that whole thing is supposed to be well rounded. Oh, okay. That's fair. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, maybe one day I'll have my all dog gym. Lauren, what was uh, what was yours?
1: So oh, my gym, um, we're gonna kind of go back to what I was saying earlier about the aesthetic that I kind of have. Yeah. So my gym is kind of like. Neon, but like a dark city, very, very Tron, very that. Um, that's kind of the vibe that I like. And my team is going to be all electric. Um, I think it would be something like they, you know, power the city's neon lights or something yeah. like that. Uh,
0: I created so, a badge for you. I don't know if you yeah, can see I, that.
1: I love um, it. That's perfect.
0: I, I was just thinking like uh, uh, a robot and an electric eye. Ooh. Um, I like it. Which then makes me think I stole the eye from Mike. The eye that I didn't put on his podium. <laughs> you gave it to me. I gave it to Lauren. <laughs> All right.
1: Um, I like this like henchman discussion. I think mm-hmm. that's fun. I, someone on Inst, not Instagram, on TikTok asked me if I would have a gym challenge, mm. which is like, that's new to the new generations, which I think is fun. What What is um, it? My my gym challenge would be, oh so you have to like do a little game or something yeah. like before you can actually enter the gym. I would do like a motorcycle race through the city. I think that would be fun. Oh. I don't ride motorcycles, but I just feel like Tron, Acura, like that vibe, it yeah. fits in. Yeah. So that's what I would do. So like all of my henchmen would be like cyclists for sure.
0: I, I like but. the idea that you, as the big gym leader, you stand next to your bike, but you never race it
1: because yeah. you don't know how,
0: and you just my have like... my
1: secret is that I can't ride, can't <laughs> ride it.
0: and that's what you. That's what you. When you get defeated, you're like, "That's like your like line of dialogue when you get defeated."
1: Yeah, like I can't even. And now those. everybody knows yeah. I can't ride a bike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I actually can't ride a a bike in real life. So oh, really. That- kind of works out yeah
3: like a
0: bicycle I don't don't
1: have yeah like I learned how but I don't have the coordination to do it anymore
0: (laughs) oh anyway that's
1: another story for another time a quick question
0: Tracy you know how to swim right
1: yeah (laughs) cool
0: (laughs) it'd
3: be kind of weird if I didn't
0: (laughs) so Tracy yeah Tracy uh, is good with her gym Lauren just has to kind of lean on her bike
1: yeah I'm cool with that yeah um have my you team. dabbled
2: in have you dabbled in blacksmithing, Dimitri? Are you good for your gym? <laughs> nope.
0: I'm a poser. I'm a poser.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Um, I've never even been to a volcano. Yeah, it's weird. But anyway, Lauren.
1: Yes, my team. So yeah. I'm starting out with more Paco. Um, I just love the typing, and also I love that. Um, where Peckle has a hangry form, which I just like, yeah, me too, girl. I just feel like I really, (laughs) I really relate to that. So I feel like I had to put that on my team. Um, My second Pokemon is going to be Rotom, just the original form. I love the electric and ghost typing. Ghost is my second favorite type. Um, And it's, you know, Speed Freak, got pretty good move pool. So I would definitely throw Rotom in there. Um, my third Pokemon is going to be Ampharos. Love the line. One of my favorite Pokemon lines. Um, Mareep is like the most adorable thing I've ever mm. seen in my life. And I love seeing Mareep in, especially like in the overworld and Scarlet and Violet, because it just like follows you around. It's really cute.
0: I forgot the Mareep um, turns into Ampharos.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Love that line. Yeah. My fourth Pokemon is going to be Magnezone, because I feel like Electric-type doesn't usually have great defense, so I need I need a tank in there to really give people a scare, make them think twice. Um, my fifth one is going to be Luxray, because Nostalgia from Gen 4, Luxray, is always going to be one of my favorites. It's also just like such a solid Pokemon, like Great speed and attack stats, special attack stats, just really well-rounded. Love the design, too, like edgy cat into it. And then my final Pokemon is Textricity, one of my absolute favorite Pokemons. It's fairly new. Uh, It's a Gen 8 Pokemon, but I love it. I love Poison and Electric together, great combo. I love the design. The Amped form is like a guitar. And the... The other form, I forget the name, but the other form is like a base. I The design is super cool. I love the concept of them. And the color kind of matches my gym vibe. So that's what we're doing.
0: I feel like three out of your six have like alternate forms.
1: Yeah, I I love Pokemon that do that. It just like it adds something else to it. It's fun.
0: Yeah. I like her lineup. And like, I, I think like this, like gym, um, could really work in like this three D, the new three D Pokemon stuff that we have. You know, mm-hmm. I like it. Anyone have thoughts about this. uh about
3: Lawrence?
2: I look at that lineup and it's like, man, Electric really is a such a cool type, huh? They do. Uh, yeah. Like really strong, really varied. Um, yeah, it's a really cool lineup. I feel like I had a note. I don't think I did. Uh, so yeah. Really cool. If you give that Magnezone levitate, I know 10 year old me would have had a problem. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember Alessa, 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 mm-hmm. the electric type in Gen, F- Gen 5. Uh, the Emolga. Her team in the first black and white was two Emolga and a Zebstrika, mm-hmm. and they all had Volt Switch, and they were constantly switching. And- yeah. Ooh,
0: what does Volt you? Switch do?
2: It's U turn, but for electric types. Oh. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
0: That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I feel like we should all go into business together as the new elite four. Um, and then we finish our PowerPoint presentation. We're like, all right, are we in? Are we going to make some 10 year olds life hell? <laughs> all right. <laughs> That's the goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I liked your guys' gyms. That was, uh, that was cool. I like seeing like how, how people would put it together.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that was really cool.
0: Yeah. Because it's always like when you're playing the game, you're trying to come up with like a varied like list and you're given access to the starters, the legendaries, like any of those that like oh, there's only one of in this it's like no now where the now where're the gym leaders uh in this. I think uh I think we put up a pretty formidable teams, four formidable teams
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah um before we get going um uh really quick what do you guys what do you guys look forward to with with Pokemon because I mean the new one just came out and like you know who knows how long it'll be till we get the next one and what that will be but like you know assuming we're all sticking through uh uh sticking it through like yeah what do we what do we hope there is to come what are we looking forward to
2: I think the mainline games pivoting to the open world is obviously really exciting and I can't wait to see how they improve upon this, but I think the m- thing I'm most exciting for excited for the thing I'm hoping most for is whatever the follow-up to legends Arceus is going to be. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Secretly, maybe unrealistically, I kind of hope they stop doing remakes and use this legend series as the way to revisit regions. Cause it's, Arceus is such a cool game for a litany of reasons for the Pokemon world and stuff. So, And it's a very different gameplay loop and very different game layout than the main series that I'm really looking forward to what they do with that, if they do something more with that series.
0: Yeah, I would love a sequel because it was a really good game and it really tidied me over in between like Sword and Shield and this one.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was different. For sure. The balloon ghost kid though.
2: <sighs>
0: I don't <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like the balloon ghost kid. No.
2: Nope. Okay. Uh
0: I am talking about the right one, right? That's one of the flames, like the ghost flames. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh I think you're conflating Spiritum and Driftloon.
0: Oh, maybe I am.
2: Yeah, but Drifloon. Drifloon kidnaps children, and the Spiritomb mm-hmm. kid is a scary ghost child.
0: Who's the ghost child in Arceus?
2: That's the one. Uh, that's the one who gives you the Spiritomb quest, oh. where you have to find all the souls.
0: But that and that person is part of Spiritomb.
2: That is the implication. Yes.
0: Okay. Yeah, that was creepy. Mm-hmm. That's what. I, yeah. There's always a ghost in every Pokemon, right? Like every Pokemon title has a ghost. In the story.
2: Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, like obviously there's the ghost type. But yeah, there's usually Pokemon loves to put some kind of paranormal something or other in the games.
0: Yeah, in the in the story. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I'd love a I'd love a sequel to that. That's a good pick, Mike. Tracy, what are you looking forward to?
4: Um well I'm looking forward to still exploring Scarlet more because I haven't gotten that far in it. Yeah. Um, but as far as like futures, like I don't mind remakes that much. I think it would be cool to see them like in a different style. Like, um with Arceus, how it's like kind of in the old Japan type of style. I was thinking like Sword and Shield and X and Y, since they're set in like Europe, maybe they could be like medieval or like old timey European, <laughs> if yeah. that makes sense. Like, it'd be cool to see it in them like graphically and like set in a different time period um i also kind of like i didn't think to mention this earlier but i really like pokemon snap also oh yeah so i would i really appreciate the the new version that they made for the switch i played the the first one on n64 and i liked it a lot but it's really short I appreciate that there was a little more (laughs) in in the new one. Yeah, Uh, but I want to see more Pokemon Snap too.
3: Yeah,
0: Um, they. I mean, they also like recently in the last couple generations, they've included a camera, like in in um, in the main Pokemon games, to the point where I'm like, Mm -hmm. are they just gonna discontinue Pokemon Snap? But they brought back the new one, so I was like, okay, cool. Um. I never finished the new one. I got pretty far, but I stopped at a certain point.
3: I should go back.
4: I think I like that one because it's like it has the collecting aspect too of like collecting photographs of different Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see more of that.
3: Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah. Lauren.
1: I would say I'm looking forward to hopefully getting a really good DLC for Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Um, I would love if they would like pull in another region, maybe make it really exciting. Other than that, um, I would love if they revamped Colosseum, great series. I would also love if they brought Mystery Dungeon onto the Switch. I, I do love the Mystery Dungeon games, so I could get into that.
0: I never played the Mystery Dungeon games. What I just
1: I like them because you get to be a Pokemon, yeah, and that's like, oh, yes, that's I like that perspective. And also, you like take a little quiz at the beginning to tell you what Pokemon you are. And I just remember, like as a kid, taking that over and over and over and over until I got what I wanted. I just I love those games.
0: What's the Pokemon game where you you're a Pokemon toy?
2: That's Pokemon Rumble, which you talked about earlier. okay, that's what okay,
0: yeah. I played like a demo of that. But I didn't play very many of the ancillary Pokemon titles. Is it worth getting into? I think so. Okay.
1: They're like they're not quite as at least Mystery Dungeon isn't quite as like engaging as a mainline Pokemon game is. Yeah. But definitely if you're like in between games and there's like that lull period and you're kind of like craving some Pokemon, it's a fun thing to get into. Yeah. But the Colosseum games, even though they're, like, not mainline, best Pokemon games out there. Yeah. Like, those are really, really good. I would recommend, like, trying to find an emulator or something for those.
0: That's the uh, Pokemon Stadium. There was, like, Pokemon Stadium 1 and 2, right? Then there was Colosseum.
1: And then, yeah, per- and then Gale of Darkness is the okay. last one.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I, yeah. I, I plugged in a, a N64 to my, like, 1080 tv to play pokemon stadium it is Mm. bad like the graphics (laughs) like when you blow it up to that size it's like oh no it hurts your head um but uh yeah i remember i i want another like pokemon stadium kind of game um uh with like slightly better graphics because it'll like i want to be able to import my pokemon from one game and like do Mm. some like updated graphics on another um which I think they would, like, do because it's it's not like Pokemon Stadium is as expansive as, like, a Pokemon game. Like, a main game. So, like, they can spend some time, just do the battle part, and I would love to see it. Did you guys play Poken? I did. Is it good? Is it worth
2: it? If you think Pokemon and Tekken sounds cool, then sure. It doesn't really have any of the collection appeal or anything of the mainline Pokemon games, but... Yeah. There's something cool about seeing this select roster of Pokemon and you know very detailed graphics in this fighting game setting. Okay. It's a cute little game.
0: Okay. Um maybe I'll maybe I'll try it out. Um, I love Pokemon. I love what's to come. I hope that they they spend time and love and energy into like making new things. Um, and every so often like they surprise me. Um, but I haven't gotten far enough into Scarlet. Like I i am looking forward to that like i was like when i planned this episode i was like okay three weeks out like we'll have done like most of the game that's enough time and i'm like i'm just in that first sliver of the game so um i discounted how busy i'd be but uh thank you all three of you so much for coming on this show and like taking time out of your day and out of your night to uh be here and talk pokemon
1: yeah. Thank you for yeah. having us. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, a pleasure. Uh,
0: where can people find you online? If you want to say your social media out loud, uh, what you're up to, uh, anything coming up, anything you want to plug. Um, Mike, I'll let you go first.
2: Sure. Yeah. You can find me anywhere at Mike funny boy. Uh, that's boy with an I. That's pretty much all platforms, TikTok, YouTube, Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. I'm mostly on TikTok, but I try to get stuff on those other platforms as well whenever I can. And that's where you can check me out. Uh this hat is also merch, by the way. So if you want to support me, uh the best place to find my merch shop is in my uh, the link in my TikTok bio.
0: I forgot that you had merch. I, I remember you yeah. you posted TikTok on it. What do you do you do like do you like underwear?
2: no undies no, no not at the current moment maybe <laughs> okay. maybe somewhere down the line if i can get like undie merch successful that's when i know i've made it you know yeah what I mean? <laughs> yeah
3: yeah
0: um okay cool let me uh let me know when you when you do expand
2: you'll be the first
0: um uh tracy where can we where can we uh find you online what do you got coming up um, so, I'm
4: mostly on TikTok and Instagram at Tracy Megumi. Altogether, Tracy spelled T R A C I E. And Megumi, M E G U M I. I'm mostly on TikTok as well. Um, my content tends to gravitate to like kind of geeky fashion. I like to theme outfits after different characters and fandoms and stuff. So, if you like that kind of stuff, you're welcome. <laughs>
0: Have you done Pokemon related outfits?
4: Uh, I've done I've been in a very like Marvel mode lately. (laughs) I've done one like Marvel characters as Pokemon trainers, but I I do have a lot of ideas for Pokemon um, outfits and all kinds of stuff. So hopefully that's on my to do list. So hopefully I can get this out.
0: Yeah. I don't blame you for being on Marvel mode because Marvel mode's all the time. Like, they never let up there's no like right now there's a lull and we have a month of that and then we're back into quantum mania mm-hmm. so you know enjoy your 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 time off of marvel for a little bit okay <laughs> um and lauren uh where can we find you
1: yeah i'm mostly on tiktok and my username is lauren pokemaster Post a lot of just pokemon content funny stuff um, I'm going to be starting a new Nuzlocke series, so check that out if you're into Nuzlocking and Pokemon gameplay. But yeah,
0: that's the one where you play through it and with very specific rules, right?
1: Mm-hmm. There's a very strict set of rules. Like if your Pokemon dies in battle, f- faints, it actually like dies. You cannot use it anymore. So
0: why is it called Nuzlocke? Yeah
1: it's like the original i'm gonna screw this up it's like the original reddit user i think who posted about it
2: uh, that was his username to my knowledge it was popularized by a web comic that was detailing their own little challenge run yeah and they yeah. had a character in it that was a Nuzleaf. okay that for some reason was Locke from lost so yes the, that's
1: it oh my god yeah. so
2: the name comes from Nuzleaf and lock okay. from that web comic
0: yeah. That's wild. That is a product of its time. Oh yeah. yeah it <laughs> Just by name alone. Uh, and you're going to be posting that to TikTok.
1: I am. Yeah. I'll be doing a whole series of my adventure in different parts. So
0: awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All three of you guys make really good content. And like, I'm happy that all three of you were able to come on this episode because you not only do your own stuff and your own content, uh, you're also willing to come on the key and talk Pokemon uh uh with me and with you know everybody else. Um yeah thank you thank you so much for for coming on this. Um for anyone out there who is who's not following Lauren or Tracy or Mike, definitely go follow them there. Um if you're on social media and you want to follow the Keeg Show, you can find us on TikTok and Instagram at the Keeg Show. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at The Keeg Show, pretty much any social media at the Keeg show uh if you're watching us live it's twitch.tv slash the Keeg show or youtube.com slash the Keeg show and if you're listening to the podcast uh we're on pretty much every major platform for podcasts apple Podcasts, google play soundcloud spotify iHeartRadio, and now stitcher um so you know definitely check us out there um if you haven't already done so we have all our shows on our podcast stuff so uh the keeg talks is just our weekend show we also did an after show for andor we did an after show for for she hulk um all those marvel and star wars shows we've been doing after shows for and then we have a thursday comic talk show that we do where we talk about that week's releases of comics so we're always up to new things at the keeg uh if you want to support the keeg patreon.com slash the keeg show um but definitely stay tuned for what we have to come because. Uh, We got a lot of cool stuff coming up in 2023. Uh, But thank you once again, Lauren, Mike, Tracy. Uh, Thank you to everybody out there who's watching and or listening. Um, Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. And this has been the Key Talks Pokemon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Super fat.